Well, I was on teams for the first, like, so this is really my first full year by myself. So, but I was doing low deals. I was doing, and I don't, I still do like. Are you a real estate investor looking to sharpen your skills or a newbie looking to become one? You're in the right place. Welcome to Where Should I Invest? Real Estate Investing in Canada with your host, Sarah Larvey. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Where Should I Invest? I'm Sarah Larby, and I'm excited to have you guys back again this week for another episode. Today's guest is Matt Leonetti. You may know him from Instagram and his really crazy posts and little snippets that he does that I would say you're either going to be hysterically laughing or completely shocked. But when it comes to branding and figuring out a strategy to attract, whether it's clients, investors, you want to think outside of the box. So um, before you listen to this podcast, I would suggest to just pause it and look him up on Instagram just to see the kinds of posts that he's doing um, and just really thinking outside the box. We do talk about that most of the podcast. He is a realtor that really just started from, from essentially from scratch and uh, decided that he wanted to think outside the box to get clients. And he did that successfully. So if you are a realtor or, or you're in the business of trying to brand yourself, sometimes when people are so cookie cutter, they don't stand out. But when you go against the grain, you definitely can make a name for yourself. So his Instagram is Matt, M-A-T-T dot Leonetti, which is L-I-O-N-E-T-T-I. And he's built a huge following by just being hilariously inappropriate. But, you know, I will tell you that he's been very successful with, with getting new clients that way. So think about your branding. I'm not a branding expert. I'm not a branding strategy. I have hired Paul Cupcut uh, to do that part for me. But if you want to stand out, if you're looking at building something, a name, a brand, you know, you don't necessarily want to do everything that everybody else is doing. So that is what we talk about on the podcast. Other than that, you know, just an update on what I'm doing. I'm starting to work with some joint ventures, some partners to scale my portfolio and, uh, and do it that way moving forward. I'm also looking at just a few different off-market opportunities. They're harder to find, but, you know, and if you're out there and you're, and you're looking and you're actively outbidding or being outbid by others, you know, hang in there. Things will change at some point. The other thing I would just say is, you know, think about why you're doing real estate investing. And, you know, in the last little while, I just went back to putting new goals in place now that I've retired fully from the day job. It's important to come up with goals and new aspirations. So take some time before the end of the year to just figure out what it is that you want from real estate investing because the brick and mortar, trust me, there's nothing special about it, but it's what it allows you to get from it. So put some thought into that. And if, uh, if you guys want to share with me what your goals are or why you know, you really wanted to get into real estate for in the, in the first place. I love hearing that. And guys, don't forget my Instagram, investor Sarah Larby, and, uh, and reach out to me on there. Or you can send me an email, sarah at sarahlarby.com. All right, let's bring Matt on. Matt, welcome to the show. How are you? 
Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, you know, chilling. Just had some dinner. So very cool. I just had dinner too. We had um, every Monday our chef comes and she prepares the meals for the week. So it's uh, it's always the best day Monday because it's all like fresh. (laughs) Yeah, really. But we uh, uh, we had barbecue chicken pizza. Nice. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. We had some pasta that she made. I don't know. Like I just sent her some recipes and she makes it, but it's pretty cool. So I actually reached out to you because your videos on Instagram are absolutely hilarious. And if, if you guys don't know, and you haven't added Matt Leonetti to the Instagram, uh, whatever you, you know, followers or whatever you guys call it, do it. Like it is, it is so entertaining. So first and foremost, I must say you are probably the most entertaining uh, almost person out there, but when it comes to real estate investing, it's also very interesting. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I, I think appreciate the, it. <laughs> the first video I saw of you was when you were doing a house tour, and I must say, house tours just bore me to death. Most of them, right? I just yeah. want to like you know see the numbers and that kind of stuff. And you took this house tour, and I don't know like if you know which one I'm talking about, but it was like this beautiful house with this crazy backyard. And you had the most hilarious like conversation around it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. that was the uh, <laughs> that was. I I feel the same way. I see so many house tours, and it's like the exact same shit. And I don't have like I I can't watch stuff for more than like ten seconds unless it's entertaining. So that's how I try and create my content. So I thought it'd be funny, and I I did that in like literally as long as the video was. That's how long it took. I just I had it out. I saw. It was on my team's page. I saw that they posted it. I was like, wow, it's like really boring. And I was like, can you send me that video? I'm going to do something to it. And then it just kind of, that one's one of my like most shared videos on Instagram. Cause I'm talking about like the one where I'm talking about Gordon, like Gordon Ramsay would fucking love this kid. That yeah, one. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and I will say guys, if you have kids, just, this is going to be uncensored. So, <laughs> you know, maybe watch it when you're by yourself. There are some podcasts where I bring on some guests and we're just going to, like just talk and just be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm drinking some wine right now. You know, if you guys have seen any of Matt's videos, you know that there's going to be some swear words that are going to come out and not, you know, to offend anybody, but this is going to be a, a different show today, but we're going to talk about marketing. Um, but l- let's take a step back. So you're a realtor and you wanted to create something different. You know, how did you even come across doing these crazy I don't know. I think they're really well put together. Just like way, it's almost like you're taking a crazy amount of risk, but it's worked out for you. But how did that even come about? Yeah. So I got into real estate four years ago now, four years ago in October. So yeah, four years. And I wanted to do these from the start. And I started out on teams just to, because I didn't know what I was doing when I, when I started. So my team leads and stuff, they're just, I mean, it just wasn't, I told them some ideas and they're like, no, you can't, you can't do that. And I was telling people what I wanted to do. And they're like, no, one's going to take you seriously. Um, you can't do that. So I was on teams for like two years doing that. And then eventually I went out on my own and it was just kind of, it was becoming a little draining to me. Every, everywhere I looked, probably 99% of realtors, you can't even tell their page apart in my opinion. Um, it's just a bunch of like open house, sold, mm-hmm. sold, video tours, some shitty music. And so I just wanted to like change it up. So when I went out on my own, I did 
I just, like you said, it was risky because I didn't know how people were going to take it. So I was like, either I'm going to go all in and just like go for it or, you know, just don't do it at all. So I just went for it. I understood that it could either fail miserably or it would catch on a little bit. So I did one. Uh, I had a really like shitty listing and it was like not going to sell. I was like, this is such a bad house. <laughs> and um, I had to figure out some way to get a lot of eyes on it. So I did this uh, video. I called the shut the front door video and it kind of started everything. And I like, I almost swear in like every part of it. So I'd be like, welcome to this house. If you don't like it, you can. And then I'd like cut the scene and go shut the front door. <laughs> and then I'd pretend I'm always swearing. And then that house sold. I had three offers. Two offers came from the video. Really? And I know that because they called me and said, hey, we saw your video. And uh, it sold in, I think, 12 hours. Wow. What was wrong with the property that you're like, this isn't going to sell? Like, what was wrong with it? So all the appliances were shot. It had mold. The roof was like caving in, like some serious issues. Furnace was shot, like literally everything. And then on top of all that, it just looked like shit. So, but here's the question though. Was, the, was it priced right for an investor? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, had to, I had to price it right. And we got over asked for it, which was good. We got a little bit. So I priced it under market value for everything we uh, needed to be done. And we actually got closer to market value for it. So that was awesome. It was just, I mean, it had potential. It was just a, a ton of work. So I just so knew you I took the risk, you sold the house and you're like, I'm on to something. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then I just kind of started going in that direction. And then you can even, you can see the evolution from that video. That video was a year ago in August. And you can see the evolution of the videos of like getting riskier, getting riskier. I like to be on that, like that edge, that tipping point of like, is that like, should he do, should he say that? Or like, I like always being there. So. And, and, you, and you are, and you are, cause I was watching some of your videos. I'm, I'm like, okay, this is, you know, the reason I actually reached out to you to be on my podcast. I'm like, I've got to have this guy on. It's, it's just absolutely hilarious, but it creates a brand right? It yeah. creates that risque type of brand and, and you're standing out from the crowd and you're, how long have you been a realtor for? Four years. Okay. So, so walk, so you've done this for the last year? Yeah. The last year I started doing this type of marketing. My followers have gone up. So when I started this last year, I had 800 followers. I'm at 6,900 now. And that's all like organic growth, no paid followers or whatever. It's not a huge following, but good engagement. What I mean, a lot of realtors should be looking for is the engagement more than the followers. So high engagement, uh, do a lot of deals from the, the Instagram page now. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of, I just keep trying to like top what I'm doing and like, think of that next thing that's gonna, because I like the wow factor. Mm-hmm. But behind that wow factor, I want it to be, you know, I want it to be funny because that's my personality. And um, yeah, so that's kind of. Okay, cool. So I, I think it's interesting. So, so can you share like a little bit of like the progress, like the progress, like how many houses you actually sold before you started the, you know, out of the box marketing, Yeah. you know, offending, I'm sure some people, but a lot of people are probably like, this guy's pretty cool. Like I've got to meet him because it's hilarious. And like, this is like not anything I've ever seen. Like, you know, what did, what did your one, two, three, and four look like? Yeah. So well, I was on teams for the first, like, two, so this is really my first full year by myself. So I was doing like, uh, but I was doing low deals. I was doing 
and I don't, I still do like, I'm not like a huge producer, but my price range is going up. So mm -hmm. that's good. But from videos this month, which I never had, video was never part, I didn't do any video marketing. So videos this month, I'll close 1.6 million in from directly from videos on Instagram. So 1.6 so million for what, the month or the year? For the month, this okay. month. Okay. So, and that was, that's like, whereas I'd be doing 500,000 every other month before. Okay. So you, you basically know, like, like tripled it, if not more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, and with that comes like a lot more, like a lot of people aren't going to want to work with me now okay. because of this. Yeah. So I get a lot of people who want to work with me and then a lot who won't. But what you're really doing here is highlighting, you know, who, who your clientele is and who's not. Because right. the people who aren't going to work with me probably weren't going to work with me anyways. Yeah. So I'm just kind of putting a spotlight and creating, like you said, more of a brand to find those people who are more like-minded, want to have fun because, you know, it's, it's fun in games and it's, it's funny to do. And I love doing the videos, but they set like their listings sell and they sell fast. My average days on market, my highest days on market this year has been five. So mm -hmm. they sell really fast. Because, so because cool. of the video. So, so when you look at a listing or you're, you have a listing or you've got somebody that's purchasing something, you know, percentage wise, if you can just like give us an average, how many of them are actually coming from Instagram because of your marketing, because of your videos and actually doing a transaction that way. Like of leads, how many leads do I get yeah, from? Like, I mean, how many, so out of your, I don't know how many deals you've got listed or, or sold, but out of yeah. that, what percentage of that is from your Instagram account? It's definitely higher than half now. I'd, I'd probably say, I'd probably say like 65 to 70%. That's really good. Of everything's coming from Instagram now. And it's a lot of first time home buyers. I'm 29. A lot of people my age uh, are a little older doing that. Like, you know, the first time purchase or like, selling their first home and, and moving up. That's the clientele I, I'm in now. So, um, and now I'm just in talks trying to get into some like more of the luxury. And so I'm trying to take this brand into uh whole new waters because the luxury, I mean, the luxury thing is, is going to be a little trickier. You need to be, um, I want to keep the brand and keep what I'm doing, but just shift it a little bit to make it work. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey guys, I just want to take a quick moment here and pause the podcast to introduce you to one of my favorite contractors, John from Blackjack Contracting Inc. And he has been serving the Niagara, Hamilton and Brantford areas for the past three years and has become the area's legal basement suite renovation specialist. He works with many investors that I know and some newer investors, some more experienced investors, and he converts single family homes into multiple units, as well as my favorite strategy, the Burr strategy. So he's well-versed in those as well to make sure that we can achieve the maximum value of the property and the maximum ARV. He has also completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls and everywhere in between as well. They do everything from permitting 
to the design, to the final cleaning before listing our rentals for rent or for sale. And he's also a fully licensed electrical contractor. He's certified with ESA and he will take jobs of all sizes. So no job is too big. He's done a complete guts really from the ground up. So super impressed with his work and what he's been doing for fellow investors that I know as well. So if you wanted to reach out, his website is blackjackcontractinginc.ca and you can ask him whatever questions you have. You can also reach out to him Instagram, which is at blackjackcontractinginc. And like he says, he knows that investing feels like the biggest gamble of our lives. So when you have blackjack on your side, the house always wins. I will also add that there is currently a ban as of April 4th on new permits. So he will still actively work to the law's extent and actively work with investors to get projects planned out for when the ban is lifted. So that way you're not necessarily waiting and waiting and waiting. So guys, 100%, I recommend blackjack contracting. I will say that finding the right contractor is sometimes a hassle and getting a good one that works with investors that understands the numbers is going to be critical in our success, especially when doing the Burr strategy. And now back to the show. Yeah, I could see how that could be challenging. So, so if you guys haven't seen an added Matt so far, just what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Matt.Leonetti. <laughs> L-I-O-N-E-T-T-I. Go ahead and listen to it so you know what we're talking about for the rest of the podcast because it is yeah. quite interesting. But so you've got, I'm guessing, a lot of millennial clients, people that yeah. are not so offended by, you know, too much because to work with you, you, you are pretty offensive in those videos, but I, I enjoy them. And it's just like, you just keep watching them. You're like, what is he going to say in this one? And it's, but it's all the stuff that we probably think we just don't say it and you just say it like way out there and you don't cover anything up. I mean, it's hilarious. So like, are you creating these stories potentially by, with some of the clients that, and, and experiences that you've had? And, and do some of those people recognize themselves in those stories? Yes, 1,000%. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it comes from either uh, deals I've done with agents or clients. I, I did one, I think two or three months ago. It was a, a client scenario. And uh, my client messaged me and she was like, oh, that, that video is about us. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, that's hilarious. Like, so they, it's <laughs> all in good. Because some of the shit that happens is like crazy. And it's always different. Like every client is different. You go through a whole, something can be so smooth. And then you can do the same thing with someone else. And it could just be a shit show. So yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. I try and just say what everyone wants to say, but feels like they can't say. So, and you say and, uh, it and you don't apologize about it and you just take the, take the heat, but it sounds like it's working for you. So it's, I mean, it's super interesting. So somebody listening to this right now, whether they're a real estate investor or a realtor or, you know, working on their business, like what tips and advice would you have for them to be able to think outside the box and create that brand like you've created? Um, I'd say just do something that's, that's genuine to you. I've always liked doing this type of thing. Like I've always been really into comedy and being funny as like the class clown. That was just always my personality. So uh, a lot of people come reach out now and they're like, Matt, teach me how to be funny or I'm not funny. How do I do something like you? It's like, you don't have to be funny. You don't have to be anything. You have to be something that's genuine to your personality. And that's going to, that's going to gravitate like-minded people towards your page. So 
whatever that is, like you could like horseback riding and you could start marketing a whole personal side of your page of your business page about horseback riding. And then you're going to find that niche group of people. That's all you're doing is finding like, try start working in like the niche market instead of being so broad. I started getting a little more niche and I've found that I'm, I'm really like getting more business from being more niche, which is weird because you would think the broader you go, but it's like the broader you go, it's almost everyone's that broad. So you can't really tell them apart. Yeah. They're like top producers. Do you think that being controversial has helped you? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I I would say it has because it just has brought so many eyeballs on me and most of the feedback, I've, I'm surprised how good I'd say 95% of the feedback is positive. Like people love it. I thought I was going to get a ton of heat from agents. That's what I thought. Um, but they've been so gracious. Uh, most clients, I mean, I get some older folks or even some younger people are like, you know, the swearing, you just, it turned me right off. And that's just, I wouldn't mm-hmm. work with someone like that. And, but for, I mean, the percentages that I've seen, how many people like it uh, versus versus don't i mean i'm never trying to personally offend somebody when i'm making these like that's not my intent but i understand that you know the swearing can get a little uh can get a little much especially when it's not expected i guess because you're just you know on a real estate page and then there's this guy like screaming at clients telling them to fuck off so it's mm-hmm. a little weird but yeah all right cool so, so are you only on Instagram or are you putting out content on other platforms right now? Um, I cross promote on uh, Facebook as well, but that is kind of behind my Instagram is my, my main thing. And, uh, and then also onto YouTube, but I'm going to start making uh, like separate content for YouTube um, just because I think there's a real market to be had and I have some ideas, but yeah, for Facebook, Instagram, I just, cross promote the the same content and then I was I'm on TikTok kind of but like I don't know how the hell it works I feel like I'm too old so like <laughs> I'm like trying my best it's like it's not working so that's hilarious yeah so so you've done a really good job of marketing yourself but like what's what's your next play I mean you're you're obviously building your your real estate's business like where do you want it this thing to go there's a lot of stuff. Like I, I really want to grow the business. I want to get into that high end. I really want to hit that high end because I think there's a market for this. Um, just cause you say, I say fuck doesn't mean I can't sell high end houses. Doesn't mean I don't do my job well. So I think there's a real, there's a certain way to do it. It's going to show the creativity. Cause I think the luxury market as well is very stale. I think the only thing that from a marketing standpoint, a lot of it is they pump so much money into it and the houses are beautiful. So that, that keeps people entertained. But I just think the contrast, the guy with the band shirt going into a $5 million house and doing what I do might have, it might be fun and just more entertaining. And I think I could, I could do that well. So I really want to hit the luxury market. Um, I'm starting to do certain speaking things. Um, I want to get into that more too. Speaking side of things. Uh, a lot of people haven't, let me speak at their event because of the swearing. So I have to figure that out, I guess. But like, I tell them like, I'm not a, uh, like I said, I'm not a a savage animal. Like I don't have to, I'm not going to go into like a school and start dropping (laughs) F-bombs. So like, I don't have to swear, it just comes out. But if if someone tells me, you know, you can't swear, I won't swear. 
but yeah, uh, no, I yeah. think it's like, it's the, it's the making fun of the, the real life situations, right? The situation. So give, give me an example of like the last video that you did. So for those that are listening, you know, what kind of content are you creating and what is that bringing you in terms of business? So give us an actual example of like how you put this content together, you know, what kind of ideas you come across to, and walk us yeah. through that piece. So I do all different types of like real life scenarios. So I'll do stuff that's kind of poking fun at agents, poking fun at clients and poking fun at myself. And I try every now and then to put some real value into it as well. So like I had a video a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago, and it was about my client. This was a real, a real scenario. We we're set to close in a week and he bought a new truck. And I was like, I told you like seven times, don't buy a new truck, don't buy anything before closing. And then there was all that. So that's kind of where I get my inspiration to, to do it. And then, um, so that video in particular, because there was that value, because a lot of people don't actually like know little things like that. Oh, I can't buy it. I can't buy a truck that's going to affect my mortgage approval. Like they don't. So a lot of people would message me from that clients and be, or leads and be like, Hey, like, is that true? What you said, like, it's really funny video. Is that, is that a true um, thing? I was like, yeah, don't, you can't buy dumb shit before closing or, you know, the bank's going to tell you to fuck off. So yeah, that, that's kind of what I do. I just, I try and make fun of everyone. I think that's why <laughs> I don't try, try and make fun of everyone, but I poke fun at everyone, including myself. I think I make fun of myself the most. And then I think that's why it kind of flies under the radar. Cause I'm not really picking on one set of, like just clients all the time or just and people just what the videos have done now is a lot of people tell me they're like hey matt you know we're looking to buy in six months we're reaching out to you because you just seem genuine we feel like we can talk to you and you're not just gonna give us a sales pitch that's what they've done weirdly enough because i like in my videos yell and like swear at my clients and stuff but most people know it's just you know it's it's for fun it's comedy it's to bring uh attention to the page and the brand and yeah it's really broken down barriers I've, I've found where I think a lot of um, agents kind of put up barriers by posting their success sometimes it's intimidating for others especially first-time home buyers um, when you're always posting like your your nice car and your watches and you, you know and people go oh I don't you know they're not going to want to work with me mm-hmm. so I think I try and be, I try and root for the underdogs. That's kind of my whole, uh, <laughs> that's cool. My whole vibe right now. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, I just want to take a moment and interrupt the podcast to introduce you to my mortgage broker, Dahlia Barsoom and her team at Streetwise Mortgages. Because everything around us is changing The world as we know it is not going to be the same. COVID-19, the economic crisis is a time of uncertainty for many of us. And the lending and real estate landscape, they're changing quite rapidly day by day. Today's financing and investment decisions are going to be different than the ones that we made yesterday. Dahlia and her team are going to be able to help us maneuver through all of this. They're property investors themselves, so they've worked with 
thousands of real estate investors across Ontario and they have their pulse and their finger on what's happening around us in real time from a real estate financing and investments point of view. Her team of advisors are committed to helping us keep informed and get that up-to-date information. And they're also going to be able to help us navigate through this crisis to also mitigate and minimize any financial distress during this whole transition and also help us emerge out of this in a strong financial position so that we can leverage ourselves for some great opportunities that are going to be coming to us. They've been able to help many investors in times like this by really planning out your plan for the good, but also for the bad, because these circumstances that are happening are going to be very individual for all of us. And they're going to help navigate three key parts, financial stability, financial agility, and opportunity, and help you manage through those three things. When it comes to stability, how can you enhance your reserves and your liquidity to weather the storm? You're gonna have a different plan, so it's important to get that individualized plan. How can you utilize mortgage payment deferrals? Should you, should you not, why or why not? Any debt restructuring opportunities, those are all things that Dahlia and her team can help you work with. Now, when it comes to financial agility, there's some things that you might want to talk about are how do you make some improvements to your monthly budget so that you can increase your cash flow? Are there any financing tools that you can use to cover some short-term cash flow deficits? When it comes to opportunity, there's going to be some great opportunity that's going to come out of this. How can you set yourself up? for success. So her and her team are going to be able to help you maneuver through these things and create a plan, not only for the good times, but also in times like this, so that you can handle the storm and come out ahead. Feel free to reach out to Dahlia and her team at info at streetwisemortgages.com or go to her website, streetwisemortgages.com. And now back to the show. All right, so here's a question for you because it seems like you're you're doing a great job with marketing and then it's working for you and you're getting leads. Let's just say somebody wants to attract joint venture partners, right? So you've got an investor that's a little bit newer and he's looking to create something to gain interest for others that might want to work with them, right? And mm-hmm. what kind of maybe insights could you provide that person? So they're trying to so they're trying Sorry, to attract you- joint venture money or joint venture financing. So essentially they're buying a property with somebody else. The other person likely would pay for the financing or cover the yeah. financing and pay for the, the down payment. What do you recommend that they do if they want to attract certain types of people like that to, to joint venture with so they can buy a property? Oh, if they want to attract those type of people. Um, well, I don't, for the, like from a marketing standpoint, yeah, marketing to, to attract those Mm -hmm. type of people i mean i think you'd really have to kind of look into like see what those type of people are doing and figure out how you're going to market it in a different way where they're going to see you and be like oh okay i'm going to work with that because a lot of people try and get into that and you know they don't they don't they don't know you from anything so it's like you have to find something that's that's different just like kind of what I'm doing with with my marketing. Yeah, I mean, I always suggest to people that, you know, if if they have some type of experience, like even if it's just one property, start talking about it, start posting it, start, you know, like posting some real estate investing stuff and then and then people, your friends, people around you will start noticing that you're, you know, interested in real estate and maybe you can share some 
returns or something that you're doing on that first property. That's true. Yeah. People, people do come. I mean, even just having the podcast, I mean, like I've, I've never started the podcast thinking I was going to have people reaching out for J- JVs, but it's really cool to see. Right. But if somebody doesn't want to start a podcast, cause I'll tell you it's a lot of work and it's a lot of effort, just even starting to, to share that, what they're doing, what they're interested in, maybe some cool quotes on Instagram or Facebook, it's going to get other people that might have that same idea in the back of their mind, be like, Oh, well, you know, my friend here over there, I went to high school with or university or I mean, whatever, um, yeah. I'm going to reach out to them because it seems like they're doing something pretty cool. Yeah, true. Yeah. That could always work. Yeah. You awesome. never know until you try. <laughs> so are you are you planning on developing the brand just in the luxury market? Are you planning on going into investing, like working with investors down the road? Or you, you know, like, because you mentioned luxury for a while, but we are in a real estate investing show. Just curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I have a couple of investor clients, but what I really would like to get into is, is working with developers and like, selling out buildings and stuff like that, along with the luxury. That's kind of been my goal since the start is like getting with those developers and then going from there and like, yeah, selling out buildings or selling out full lots, stuff like that. Um, And then, yeah, like I have a couple investor clients. Like I said, I'm going to, uh, my wife and I are going to start investing ourselves and uh, we're looking into some things now. So it's going to be, we're going to start our portfolio probably next year or in a year and a half. So make sure you listen to this podcast. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've been taking notes every day. Awesome. Awesome. All right, cool. The next part of the podcast is the lightning round. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I'm going to switch them up uh, for you and uh, you're going to give me the first answer that comes to mind. You ready? Yep. All right. Number one, what is your favorite real estate or business book? Uh, Seller be sold. All right, cool. Uh, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. Number two, if you do listen to podcasts, which is the one that you listen to the most or your favorite podcast? Uh, Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah. All right, cool. Number three, what do you do for fun aside from work? I play music and I shop. What do you shop for? A bunch of clothes and watches and boots. (laughs) (laughs) No, no comment, but anyone that's, that knows me knows that I, that's like the opposite of me. You spend, you, we'll spend an hour together. I will tell you how you can buy investment properties instead of boots and watches. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, uh, that's, I don't know. It's my, it's my weak point. I don't drink, don't do drugs, don't smoke, don't <laughs> go to bars. I, nice. I buy a bunch of dumb shit. All good. All good. All right. Next, next question. If you lost everything tomorrow, how would you start again? I would, (laughs) shit. I would create a new Instagram page and hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) And last question. If somebody wants to get started and let's say they have $50,000 for something, it doesn't have to, cause, cause we're not really talking about real estate investing. It doesn't have to be real estate investing, but how do they market themselves potentially to be successful? With 50,000? Well, they have 50,000 that they want to become investors as well. So just keep in mind, some of that money is probably going to go to, to buying some type of property or towards yeah. it, right? Yeah. Well, if you're, not a real, if you're not a realtor already, I would get your license. Start marking yourself as a realtor. Start, like you said, 
hooking up with someone else that might have a little more capital than you do and then try and join that money with someone else, a sibling, a friend, and then buy your first investment property. That'd be, cool. That's what I would do. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Matt, where can listeners find out more about you and reach out? Instagram is my main one. You can DM me anytime. That's my, uh, that's my main bread and butter. Facebook. I have a site that's kind of under construction right now, leonettyrealty.com. And uh, yeah, those are pretty much my, I have LinkedIn, but I just, I don't do well on it. Very cool. Any final last words of advice for how somebody can brand themselves? Yeah, just be yourself. That's literally all it is. This whole thing started from me just wanting to kind of step out of my comfort zone or what I thought realtors should be. And I was, I was doing that instead. So be yourself, find that niche market that you can market to um, because that niche market could be a really good set of leads that kind of keep coming in, keep coming in. Um, whether it's, if you go to the gym a lot, go to the gym and you can have a constant source of leads there. If you go play hockey on Tuesday nights, that that could be your thing. You could be the hockey realtor, the, the jacked juice said Gino realtor, you know, whatever, I don't know. But find that niche and that niche could start really like, Uh, getting you more and more leads just from there while still staying broad because I know not everyone wants to you know swear inside the box but find a niche while still staying broad and I think that would really help very cool there you go thank you so much Matt for being on the show it was a pleasure having you on yeah thanks so much for having me Hey guys, before you go, I wanted to ask you a question. What's stopping you from starting or growing your own real estate investment portfolio? I know for me, before I started, I had plenty of reasons and at the time they all seemed very valid, but as I started my journey, these reasons slowly fell away and eventually only one reason remained. What was actually stopping me was having a proven, actionable, repeatable system. I didn't have that. And the way that was going to change was by investing in myself, learning, listening, and looking for ways that worked. And also, most importantly, discovering what didn't and not making those mistakes again. Fast forward to today, I now have a proven, repeatable series of action steps that has enabled me to build my seven-figure portfolio consisting of multiple homes, and I'm able to manage that in two to three hours a month. Is that something that you would want? Well, I've actually taken all the knowledge I've accumulated and put that into a comprehensive step-by-step online program. It's called Rise, and it's a program that will help you from where you are now to where you want to be faster and with less of the headaches that I had. So it consists of all the templates and the resources that I use, plus over 40 instructional videos that you get lifetime access to for just a small one-time investment. And, you know, my recommendation is to make the time now to invest in yourself and grow your portfolio to seven figures so that you can bring your retirement dreams closer. If you want some more information about Rise, just go to sarahlarby.com forward slash R-I-S-E to access more details and book your spot. Thanks so much for listening to Where Should I Invest with your host, Sarah Larby. Make sure to listen in next time. We'll catch you on the next episode of Where Should I Invest.